Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. that's your testimony on this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, tell the Lord about it. Hallelujah. Say it with your own mouth. Lord, you are. Hallelujah. My all in all, you're the strength of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're my hope for today, for tomorrow. Hallelujah. Would you help me to appreciate the music ministry? of Tabernacle of Praise Church. God bless you all on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I just feel churchy this morning. Hallelujah. I told God this morning at 530, I'm going to bless you. Hallelujah. And I had started then and will continue on. Hallelujah. Touch somebody and tell them praise is what I do. Hallelujah. Tell them don't tell a story now. Praise is what I do. And somebody might be wondering why they do all of that. Because this is rehearsal. This is where we perfect this. When we all get to heaven, it'll be a day of rejoicing, but we will have perfected what we're going to do when we get there. Well, bless the Lord. God bless you on this morning. I'd like to direct your attention to the word of the Lord. I think I have this assignment to say a word on this morning. And I thank God for uh, this word, this word that has encourage me and I trust it'll encourage you from the book of St. Matthew chapter 7 there's a little story there in between verses 24 27 and I'd like to be able to extrapolate from the text I was a little bit torn between what I would use as a subject for uh, this little speech but when you have Matthew 724 say amen I invite you simple reading if you would read it with me together therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew 
and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. I'd like to take for a thought this morning, actually two thoughts. One, would you just turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I will survive this test. But then turn to somebody else and tell them, you need to build upon a rock. You need to build upon a rock. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we honor you today. Certainly thank you for this privilege, this time, this opportunity. God, thank you for this season which we're living in. God, at the time we're trying to celebrate you and, and certainly remember and commemorate your coming down through 42 generations. We are faced with, with, with certain issues, oh God, and but we believe that in the midst of what we're going through, we just know that our hope, our, our foundation is the word of God. Our, our strong tower is Jesus Christ himself. And so we pray, oh God, that you would enable us in these moments, in this season, God, of going through to anchor and hunker down, hallelujah, and not lose this grip that we have on eternal life. God, we pray that there might be some, even now, God, as the scripture has gone forth, oh God, that perhaps have not necessarily built their hope, their house, their structure of belief on the word of God. We pray that over these next few moments, God, you will convince them that Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you'll continue to strengthen our resolve, not just to be an example of true holiness, oh God, in, in our word, but also, God, in our deed. For you said in your word, I must work the works of him while it is day. For the night is coming when no man can work. God, enable us to see what you see. To look out on the field and realize how white the harvest is. We pray even now, God, that you won't try to go outside and send laborers in. But you'd use those of us that are already in to become laborers to go out. And we bless your name, oh God, believing that you're going to strengthen us for this hour, for this season. We give you glory and honor and praise in advance for it. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. There, just want to kind of echo, which will be uh, the theme from now throughout the coming year of 2024. For us to understand and know that we've got, got work to do. 
there's a dying world that needs a risen Savior. And as I look across this audience and certainly look onto you, the television audience, uh, there's so many of us that have this gift that God has given to each of us called power, called the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But the Holy Ghost doesn't do anybody any good unless it's put into action. And so we want to be about the Father's business. In, in this passage of scripture, let me not get too sidetracked. Uh, Jesus here is ending uh, his message. Uh, most of us are familiar with this Sermon on the Mount message. Uh, and as we look, if we would go back and thumb through, it begins at, at, uh, verse, at chapter 5, and it goes through chapter 6 and ends up in chapter 7. And I just thought to myself, I didn't realize how long-winded Jesus was. He starts out in chapter 5. Seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying. And it goes on into uh, the portion of the sermon that is most popular to us called the Beatitudes. Uh, and, and, and the Beatitudes for many of us that have uh, uh, gone through vacation Bible school, we had to re remember and rehearse all of these Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I can see in some of your mind, your lip syncing as, as I'm saying it, because you remember, he goes on down to the end, however, and says, blessed are ye when uh, men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil uh, against you falsely for my sake. He says rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for they persecuted the prophets which were before you. Then Jesus goes on in his message throughout chapter 5 and chapter 6 and chapter 7. And in this particular discourse, he covers almost everything that one might encounter uh, that, is, that, that is humanly possible. There is not a problem uh, in life that Jesus doesn't attempt to touch on during this particular sermon on the mount. And as he comes to the close of his sermon, he says, in essence, now that I have addressed all of the issues in your life, now that I have taught you on how to deal with everything that is going to come up against you, now that I have instructed you on how you are going to be established in the kingdom of God. Now that I've shown you how to be good followers of Jesus Christ, you dare not ignore what I'm trying to teach you. For everyone that hears these sayings of mine, 
hears these sayings of mine and doeth them, I am going to compare him or her to a wise man which buildeth his house upon a rock. And when the rains descended, and when the floods came, and when the winds blew and beat up on that house, the house didn't fall. Why? For it was founded upon a rock. Have you ever noticed that in America when we experience hurricanes and tornadoes, uh, and we've had some recently in the United States that most of the time the structures that sustain the most damage are those that are generally, generally not built on a firm foundation. These structures that are not necessarily engineered with, with shear walls. I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak over some of you guys' head. You have to have somewhat of a construction background to understand some of the nomenclature here. But, but, but even when, you're, when you realize that you're in hurricane and tornado areas, you, 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 the bottom plate of your framing is thicker. It's larger because it's attached to the foundation. In some cases, they, they, in, they engineer things called, called hold-down bolts that are strapped to these metal hold-down things to make sure, hallelujah, that when the storm comes, uh, the, 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 the structure remains intact. Because it doesn't matter how good a house or a building looks on the outside. It may, it, it may be ever so beautiful on the outside. It can be built upon stilts overlooking the Atlantic or the Pacific Ocean or even the Gulf of Mexico. It can be constructed on the hillsides of California. But if it's not on a solid foundation, when the storms come, when the mudslides come, when the, when, when, when the hurricane comes and, and there are water swells, when there are tsunamis, the Bible says that that house, it fell and great was the fall of it. A lot of people, by the way, live their lives in a similar fashion. They build their lives on uh, unstable foundations. Whatever the trend is, that, that seems to be the direction that they want to go with their lives. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 whatever is popular, whatever that thing is that's going on, uh, that's the thing that they want to gravitate toward. That's the trend that they want to follow. That's the crowd that they want to look like and emulate and so forth and so on. Even in the church, we're, we're living in a day where, where some people are drawn by the shiny objects of personality, glory to God, of these ministries where, where style and show are preferred over substance and the things that are real. And that are stable. 
But when you know that, that when the storms of life are raging, if you know, hallelujah, if you have come through recently what we just went through over the last couple of years and you're still here, if God has blessed you, glory to God, I believe it's because there was some stability there. There was something on the inside that held you together so that you might be able to withstand. We're able to stand during times of uncertainty. We're able to stand when, when unemployment was at an all-time high. We were able to stand, uh, glory to God, when there were food lines and, and when we went to the grocery store, you could only go at a certain time. Uh, only certain people could, could make it. And sometimes when you went to the store, the thing that you were looking for, it was already gone. When foreclosures and evictions uh, threaten our ability to maintain shelter and civil unrest was everywhere and lawlessness was all around us. We praise God that we had the ability, hallelujah, to anchor to, to the solid foundation of Jesus Christ. And if you really want to make sure Glory to God uh, that you will still be standing. Uh, glory to God when the storms of life pass your way. Uh, you better make sure that your anchor holds uh, and it grips uh, the solid rock uh, of Jesus Christ. The songwriter sang, there was a storm out over the ocean and it's moving this old way. If your soul is not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. When your life is built on the word of God, however, you have the ability to say that no weapon that's formed against me is going to be able to prosper. There is nothing that will separate me from the love of God. When you build your house uh, on the word of God, uh, hallelujah, when the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. He'll raise up a standard against whatever is threatening you, whatever is trying to come after your peace of mind, uh, which, whatever is trying uh, to deter you. When your life is built on the word of God, you say nothing shall separate me. Hallelujah. From the love of God. Hallelujah. Not death nor life or angel or principality nor power nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, when you build on the word of God, you don't have to worry about the vicissitudes of life, uh, the ups and the downs. Uh, glory to God. The ever-changing conditions. You don't have to worry about the stock market. Uh, you don't have to worry about who's in the, who, who's running the, the, the White House. You don't have to worry about civil disobedience or any other thing. Uh, you don't have to worry about the winds uh, that just keep on blowing blowing and sometimes the winds that keep on blowing are not necessarily the winds that are around you 
Sometimes uh, there's the piercing winds, uh, glory to God, that have the ability to cut through the, to the core when folks start talking about you. When they start spreading lies and false accusations, uh, hallelujah, when they try to discredit you and defame you, uh, cause you to try to doubt whether God uh, is with you or not, try to lead you into areas of unbelief. I guess what I'm trying to say is that this is not a time for us to grow weary. The word of the Lord said, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you don't lose heart. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is not a time hallelujah, you become weak. This is a time to become stronger, to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. This is not a time to pray less. This is a time to pray more. And so this morning, you might be someone uh, who has everything going their way. And perhaps you don't need this message right now. And if you don't need this message right now, I tell, I encourage you to bottle it. Put it on the shelf where you can reach it. Because man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Hallelujah, you might be standing strong right now. Hallelujah, but just keep on living. This thing has a way of cycling itself. Everything that might be going on in your life good right now. You may have money in the bank, food on the table, clothes in the closet, a job to go to, family you can call on. You may have health. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, but, but the winds, the chilly winds of winter may not have knocked on your door yet. It may not have impacted your family yet. You may not have to have been faced with homelessness yet. You don't have to think about whether or not your next meal is going to come as a result of somebody helping you because you've got it going on right now. But my Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, wherefore let him think that he standeth. Be careful, lest ye fall. When your soul is anchored in the word of the Lord, you can stay right there in that passage of scripture. Glory to God and remember what is said, that there is no temptation, no test, no, no issue that has taken you but such as is common to man, that God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able, but will with the temptation provide a way for you to escape so that you might be able to bear it. What I'm trying to say is that times like these, Times like these, uh, you, you, you go ahead and rejoice in them now, but you do have uh, a devil that's watching you, uh, that's plotting. And I'll just revert back to one of my favorite sayings is that tough times don't last, but tough people do. And if you're going to be a saint of the most high God, you've got to learn how to be tough. 
You can't be a weakling and be a saint of God. You're a soldier. Hallelujah. You've got to be battle tested. Glory to God. You've got to be willing to go into the enemy's camp and take back what the devil has stolen. And you've got to be bold and strong and powerful in order to do that. And so I guess what I'm saying in times like these, we need a savior. Hallelujah. In times like these, we need an anchor. In times like these, uh, glory to God, we need to be able to wrap our arms around the altar of God. Uh, hallelujah. And hold on for dear life. In times like these, you need Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. I am glad that he's my friend. Hallelujah. When my heart is overwhelmed, I'm glad that I'm able to go to the rock that is higher than I. I'm glad that I can trust in Jesus because he's a sure thing. Glory to God. I, I can't trust in Barosta, this, in the, the, the Iranian prophet. I can't trust in Laotics, who is the Greek God. I can't trust in Confucius. I can't trust in Muhammad. I can't trust in Buddha. I can't trust in any of those guys because I'm afraid when the storm comes. Elder Boone, and the storm is coming. Hallelujah. It might be sunshiny right now, but a storm is moving this way. When the tests come, when the trials come, when the tribulations of life stare you in the face, when there is trouble on every side, if my life is built on one of them, I may surely drift away. If my life is built on one of them, the enemy is certain to destroy me, but I'm so glad that I know that my soul has been anchored in the Lord. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2 that our salvation is built upon the foundation that the apostles, the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone established in whom the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. He says in 1 Corinthians 3 and 11 on another occasion, other foundation can no man lay than this that is laid, which is Christ Jesus. That you can try to build on a foundation of wood or hay or stubble. But every man's work is going to be tried in the fire. And if you have built on wood or hay or stubble, you have to worry that whatever you, you build is going to be consumed by fire. But if you want to survive, through the times of testing, if you want to survive through times of adversity, if you want to uh, uh, be able to withstand the storms of life, uh, hollow, you got to build your house, build your hope, build your belief, uh, hallelujah, on the precious stone, uh, the precious cornerstone of Jesus Christ. 
we used to sing back in the day uh, when I first got saved. A song and the lyrics went like this. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things that are eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Somebody just got happy right there because they hit memory recall and remember something else that the old folks used to say. But, but I thank God for the foundation. Hallelujah, that God has still left in the church. Uh, I thank God for Jesus Christ. Uh, I think, thank God, that he's the solid rock on which we can stand. The book of Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly or standeth in the way of sinners but, or sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he does meditate day and night. That he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. In other words, he shall be like the palm tree. The palm tree is an amazing tree that has the ability to grow to 30 or 40 feet high. And even though the root structure of the palm tree doesn't afford it to go deep, there are many strands to the palm tree root system. And once the, the roots go down and hit a solid foundation, they begin to spread. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They begin to attach themselves to other solid structures all around. I hope you're trying to get what I'm trying to say here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They begin to grow wide and form a stable base. That's why in a state like Florida, when the hurricane force winds begin to blow, you will see the palm tree bend and sway with the direction of the wind. Hallelujah, you'll see it bend back and forth. But one of the things that you rarely ever see the palm tree do is you rarely ever see the palm tree break. That one, it may bend all the way over, but once the storm is over, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My God, I just want to let somebody know that when the storms of life toss you to and fro, hallelujah, when the gale force winds of life seemingly will try to bend you over to the point where you feel like breaking, tell somebody don't break. Hallelujah, hallelujah, your root structure is strong, don't break. I'm just here to let you know 
Hallelujah. That my soul has been anchored in the Lord. When the storm is over and after you have been through the fire, after the devil has taken his best shot, Hallelujah. I, I, I may have been, been whipped by the wind and I may have been bent over to the point to where it drove me to my knees at the altar. Hallelujah. And you may see me at the altar crying like a baby, but don't feel sorry for me. Don't be worried because I believe, hallelujah, that one way or another, God will make a way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. Hallelujah. I hear the Bible say in the fun and in the Psalms, hallelujah, where it talks about he that goeth forth weeping and bearing precious seed. Hallelujah. May doubtless come again. Hallelujah. This time after the storm is over, I'm coming again. It's going to be all right because I'm going to come rejoicing bringing my sheaves with me I'm closing and I'm sorry to use so many song lyric metaphors but our saintly predecessors had a whole glossary of songs that they would sing for whatever the situation was and one of the songs had the lyrics in it like a ship that's tossed and driven battered by an angry sea when the storms of life are raging and the billows and the fury of it falls on me I wonder what I have done to make this race so hard needs to know hallelujah that God is right there I don't care what you're going through God is right there hallelujah glory to God you're going to survive the test because God says lo I'm with you always even until the end of the age the songwriter used to say we don't say it anymore he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me he reminds me that I'm his own hallelujah glory to God I thank the Lord. I thank God. Glory to God that I have a God, that I have a high priest that can be touched by the feelings of my infirmities that was tempted in all points just like I've been, yet without sin. And if he can do it, hallelujah, he's given you power to do it. Hallelujah, if he endured the cross, despised the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. He's given you power 
to endure hardness uh, as a good soldier. Let me just say this and we'll pray. You've got to know that somebody is watching you. Sometimes we don't realize that there are other folk that need you. They need to see your example of true holiness because it's confusing out there what's holy and what's not holy. You have no idea who's following you. First Lady and I were at no, not the football game. We were there too. We were at a Christmas social for a company that I've been involved with for more than 25 years. And we all claim to be Christians. But we don't all walk the same way. I'm not judging anybody because I'm not the judge. I just live as holy as I know. I don't know what the barometer is going to be. I don't know what God is going to use as a gauge when we stand before him. But one of the things that we found out that several of them, they follow you. They are watching right now. I found out that first lady has some of them that are following her and they remind us of all the stuff that we do. Thankfully, how much of a blessing that we are to them. I had one guy tell me last night that he said, when I watched your message the other day, he said it brought back memories when I used to go to the sanctified church. He's a white guy. Sanctified church in Minnesota. He said it just brought back, it brought back tears to my eyes. And so I'm saying to you, it's important how we do this. And we need to be reminded that we have the power to walk right. We have the power to live right. Don't let anybody try to persuade you any other way. Hallelujah. But you make sure that your anchor is built. Uh, hallelujah. That your life is structured. Uh, hallelujah. On the holiness of this Bible. And I encourage you to walk as closely to this as you possibly can you might not know as much of it as I know but you can live what you know and God will never judge you for what you don't know for only what you do know but you're going to make it through this test would you stand all over the building I want I really do want to pray this morning. Because I realize and know that in spite of what we may portray on the outside, for the most part, we're pretty good at not letting people see everything. 
but there is a God that knows all and sees all. And he realized that we're going through things. But he doesn't want us to try to pretend that that thing doesn't exist. He wants to be there with us through the storm, through the test. Your success becomes his success. Your victory becomes God's victory. You're being able to continue to exalt God in the midst of trials and tests signifies to him that the power of the most high God resides on the inside of you. And so I want to pray for those that are feeling just a little weak, like they need a little bit more. Thank the Lord that things are going as well as they are. But I just believe that the Lord always leaves something there, amen, that we're struggling with. That is an issue that the enemy continues to try to keep uh, bringing up before us and so forth. And so I want to pray with you on this morning. And I'm going to ask you, you don't have to tell anybody what it is. It's nobody's business but, but, but yours. But you need to make the devil know, okay, that you're taking your issue to the Lord. And if you would do that by meeting me right here at the altar, I'm already here. We're just believing that God is going to touch us right here. Songwriter says, shackled by a heavy burden beneath the load and the guilt of stain. But then. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.